welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning, hallelujah, and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Beth. Before we even get started today, we're going to start this marvelous Monday with a do not fear scripture. Absolutely. That's right. It says... Deuteronomy, let's see, Deuteronomy, thank you, 3-2, three, 3-2, three, two. Three, two. Two. I thought that was right. The Lord said to me, do not be afraid of him, for I have delivered him into your hands, along with his whole army and his land. Do to him what you did to Shihan, king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon. Hallelujah. I know it. Do not fear the people that want, think they th- can come against you, but you know what? They cannot because the Lord has your Do back. Do not fear him or them. That's right. And I the did whole a teacher army. That, that is so good. So today we're going to talk about. The devil wants you poor. Yeah. And by the way, that's my fine wife, Bev, and I'm Harold Harry. There you go. You know, many people believe poverty and prosperity are both matters of birth or luck. They believe some people are meant to be poor and others are meant to be rich. Now, you know that is not what the Word of God says. And what it teaches. That's it. God has established certain principles of economics that govern who will be rich and who will be poor. And he will will not violate his own laws. That's right. If we follow principles that lead to poverty, we're going to be poor. We all play an important role in determining our own financial situation. And, but, but to be honest, Satan does his part. He'll lie to us in every imaginable way to keep us poor. He'll tell us myths about money. He says that money is evil or that money will corrupt you. He might even suggest that it's godly to be poor or that you will become even poorer if you give to God. Mm. You see, poverty is a partnership. The devil wants us to be poor. He'll lie to us to keep us from following the biblical principles that will result in wealth. Poverty is a joint venture between us, Satan, and our ignorance of the word. God's law of prosperity says, if you're a liberal giver, your money will increase. That's right, kind of different from the way the world says. That's it. Proverbs 11, 24, 25. Proverbs 11, 24, 25, Message Bible. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. The one who blesses others is abundantly blessed, and those who help others are helped. That's right. The God kind of prosperity is based upon giving. When you operate in God's, with his laws in your life, you'll begin to experience ever-increasing abundance. Mm. Let's expose some of the tactics All right. that the devil you know, so of the devil, so he can be exposed and deposed. Yes. Satan is a thief. Yes, he is. He's deceptive and calculating plunder. If left unchecked, he will move in and out of your life at his own discretion, trying to find ways to rob and defraud you. He has stolen finances from many saints in this world, I can tell you, by convincing them that, well, poverty is evil or making them feel guilty that they might be prosperous. He lies, his lies truly cripple, make ineffective and impotent. And that has been going on long enough. 
He has stolen, well, things from Christians, their quality of life that God wanted them to enjoy. So let's establish this principle clearly in our minds. God wants you to be prosperous and the devil wants you to be poor. God has given you the biblical principles of economics to achieve prosperity and Satan tells lies to try to keep you poor. Prosperity is a material state, but it's attained through a spiritual battle. Ephesians 6.12, 6.12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. What we're sharing on today's call is a very important issue. If we do not learn how to stop the devil's robberies in our lives, no matter how much we seek to prosper, we'll make no real progress toward abundance. It's time to expose the devil for the father of lies that he is, as it says in John 8, 44. John 8, 44. It's time we depose him from his position as a ruler of darkness in this world. That's right. The devil has used his lies against money to destroy good relationships, break up families, and even split churches. But the money, well, the money wasn't evil. It was Satan's lies about money that were evil. That's right. It's time to serve notice on the, well, on the devil that he's deceived us long enough. For too long, he's ripped off our possessions and indiscriminately robbed the saints of God, literally diminishing our quality of life. It's time to take a stand. Mm-mm. And it's time we recognize our prosperity heritage. Prosperity is a part of our heavenly heritage. It comes with being a child of the king. You have the ability to take back what the devil has stolen. You can claim a significant portion of the riches of this world and use them to finance, well, what we're living in, the final end time harvest before the return of Jesus. This passage of scripture puts into proper perspective our position in this spiritual battle, and it actually highlights our spiritual heritage better than any other. You know, we've quoted Luke 10, 19 many times in the past, but we want to do it again. It says, Behold, listen to this now, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. God has actually given us the word used in the Greek, Power is authority, authority over the enemy. And by now that you know that poverty is clearly one of the tools that he's tried to use to take and make us weak and ineffective, but we through that scripture can actually make him ineffective because we have authority over all of the abilities of the enemy and nothing can by any means hurt us. So we have the power to overcome poverty and any other thing that is exalting itself against the sons and daughters of the Most High God, that's us. Look at Hebrews 2.14, 2.14. It says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him, the devil, that had the power of death, that is, the devil. Jesus wiped out and took and made an open show of the devil, so he could no longer keep you there. He's been defeated, but we have to go in and claim what God has allowed us to have. And God is the great giver. I mean, the great giver, and we can be great givers in this end time harvest. As strange as it may seem, 
you are now beginning to see that this wonderful truth about abundance is not just some impossible dream. It's a reality that can happen to you. Yes. And you're possessing a new prosperity mentality. You are walking out of the door of financial impossibilities and crossing the threshold of unlimited financial yes. possibilities through the power of God. God wants and has given you the authority over the enemy. Your Heavenly Father wants you to abound in all good things. We have the scriptural ability and authority to reclaim lost treasures. Think of how much more prosperous you would be right now if, you'd only, if you could only reclaim the treasures you've previously lost. You may have stepped out in faith to be a missionary, only to lose your home and property in the process. Maybe you've gone through a painful divorce, lost everything. Perhaps you've been the victim of alcoholism or drugs, or been fired from your job, or even lost your home and family. Maybe you loaned someone some money and have not been repaid. Perhaps the lawyer or accountant that you trusted proved to be a disaster. God, in his loving concern for you, as a part of the prosperity process, has provided you with a spiritual way to reclaim those lost treasures. God demands double restitution. Exodus 22.7 7 says, If a man shall deliver unto his neighbor money or stuff to keep, and it be stolen out of the man's house, the thief be found, let him pay double. Now we know you're probably thinking, Brother Harold, Sister Beth, that's all well and good. But I have no idea where the crooked attorney is anymore. He's left the state and no one knows where he went. Don't, don't worry. Focus on the true culprit behind these robberies, not what you lost. The thief is not the dishonest lawyer, the divorce, the liquor, or the drugs. The engineer of the robbery is Satan himself. His works in and through the children of disobedient, unsaved men and women. Listen to Ephesians 2.2, 2, 2, 2. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. The devil is the true thief. He's the one who takes what belongs to us, and whether it's our health, wealth, happiness, or a job, or any of our possessions. But, but the Bible says, if we find the thief and accuse him, he must repay double what is stolen. Today, if not before, we found the thief, Satan himself. For we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, lawyers, bankers, real estate agents, or any other person or group of people. We're wrestling with Satan and his host of demon forces. The next move is up to us. God is waiting for his people to take up the arms. He's already provided us the weapons of our spiritual warfare to take back everything the devil's stolen from us. Behind every evil activity on earth, there's a single mastermind, Satan. He is behind all the troubles, riots, wars, crimes, murders, thefts, and has, well, that's taken place in the past. And all the evil things which are still happening today. When you name the true villain in your spiritual warfare and take him to God's heavenly court, That's it. you can begin to benefit from God's system of retribution and restoration in your life. Mm. 
Let's look at Exodus 22, 7 one more time. This in the New Living Translation. It says, suppose someone leaves money or goods with a neighbor of, for safekeeping, and they are stolen from the neighbor's house. If the thief is caught, the compensation is double the value of what was stolen. Amen. Remember, the devil is the root of the sin, lies, theft, deception, hatred, but Jesus is the root of all righteousness. Your environment is not able to keep you from prospering when you follow God's laws and not the environment. The laws of biblical economics. If you are, well, if you are born in poverty, it, it's not because of some chance of birth, education, or ethnic origin, or whatever you may think is holding your back. Your battle and problems are with the devil and sometimes with ourselves. If God has given us the power to get wealth, as it says in Deuteronomy 8.18, then it logically follows that Satan will try to bring you the opposite way. Yes, he will. So to begin now to live a prosperous life, start challenging the real thief. Accuse him in God's heavenly court. Demand your goods be returned. Use the word of God to rebuke Satan. Expel him from your thinking patterns. Think only on the things God says in his word concerning you and what he says about your prosperity. You're going to have to be strong-handed when dealing with the devil, but poverty cannot live in you when you destroy the root causes. And the way you do that Through is the with the Word, word of, God. of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're blessed by the teaching and the ministry, go to heraldherring.com. Click the button that says sow a seed. Just ask God what seed he'd have you sow. Do what he says. That's all we ever ask. And until tomorrow morning at 8.30 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.